Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Everything's bothering me. Oh, oh, by the way, by the way, Stone, if we could, before before we follow Nance Law, because I want to get into the Masters real quick, um, but if you could, I'll give you some time, don't worry, don't worry. But if you could tell us a little bit about the Miami Marlins while we're getting caught up on the the Nance Law, because the Marlins, Lone Depot Park, I will say, that's a good old time at the ballpark. Love going down to Lone Depot Park. Love getting myself a dog. And there's been a lot of discourse, by the way. I've seen this on social media. Uh, How dare you tell me I can't put ketchup on my hot dog? Nobody's saying that. Like, that's a Chicago thing. You don't put ketchup on a hot dog in Chicago. I'm pro-mustard. Oh, that was another thing, too. Uh, The Scotty-style slider, there was mustard on it as well. Not aioli, but they just put yellow mustard on it to make it even less inspiring. The whole thing's trash. It is. is. I mean, I like mustard, but that's a trash bag move. Um, But at Lone Depot Park, you can have ketchup on a piece of tube meat. It's okay. I'm not going to judge you for it. Stop making something out of nothing. That's what I do every time. I go to Lone Depot Park because I don't like mustard. I don't like relish. So what I'm putting on this two meat, ketchup and mayonnaise. See, I, I'm not into the mayonnaise, but I know people. I'm not going to judge Repulsive. you. You, you put whatever sauce you want on your tubed meat, and you consume it with pride. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to judge you. And now, Stone, let's talk about the Miami Marlins. Yeah, tube meats galore yep. here at Lone Depot Park here. Knock right. it out of the park with the Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merchandise, access to exclusive member events as well. Come out to support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways all season long, of course, not to mention the players like Jazz Chisholm and Sandy Hooken. Alcantara. Nice. Sandy Alcantara and more stars to watch. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park or visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Speaking of the Marlins, home run derby last night. Pick up a nice dub. Big dub. They're starting to come around. Six games in. That's the Miami Marlins. Uh, can we follow Nance Law here? So his, uh, his, his sweater... Laden lackeys don't sue us for talking about the Masters without having the CBS music underneath. Nance Law, it's a thing that happens this time of year. And thank you. Not going well for Tiger Woods, Jeanette. Shocking. He's two over. He's got that pained look on his face. He's really sweaty. He's hitting terrible approaches. His putts aren't falling. Right now, with your leader at five over, Victor Hovland... Tiger's already seven shots back, and he's making the turn as we speak. You know what they call that in the business, Stone? Bad. I'm not feeling great about our boy Tiger. It's uh, it's a sad day, I suppose, oh, right? Okay, come on, be I, real. Did, did, isn't this what you expected? He was minus. Come two, on. He was minus two twenty-five to make the cut, Jeanette. They gave yeah. him. They gave him some some hope. They they had some confidence in him when they set the line. Because it's Tiger Woods, but let's be real for a second. Nobody was. I just the told you that he was injured. more than two to one to make the cut. 
I mean, here's the problem, though. Like, Joe LaCava talks to the New York Post, and he, and he discusses how I went down to Florida, and I tell you, he's hitting really good shots. He's hitting really good shots. And so, Joey L gets you pumped up, like, hey, maybe this could happen. But Tiger has, it almost has looked like on some of these shots that he has, he's had his knee or his leg buckle on him. He hit an approach, uh, or he hit his tee shot on nine, or eight, I should say, and it looked like his leg gave out as he was hitting that shot. It was really, really rough. It was almost like, oh my God, is there a major problem here with Tiger? The man is lucky to be walking after horrific that. accident he just had. It's even a great accomplishment for him to be walking into Augusta and playing in the Masters. That's it! Congratulations! He's done. He made it. Tiger Woods at Augusta after surviving a terrible accident. Woo! But, you got your storyline. Congratulations. Of course, he's going to play terrible. But that was the storyline last year. Now, I, I think it we're just... We're, we're But I think seeing this now, and again, it's only nine holes. Maybe he could easily just start rolling off birds on the back nine. Stop, and stop, then we're stop. saying, oh, hell stop. yeah, he's within five shots of the league going into Friday. Let's go, Tiger. But... Seeing that in his legs giving out and he looks uncomfortable, he's frustrated. It just feels like now we're truly at the, hey, this is starting to feel like a farewell tour for Tiger. Am I wrong? Am I speaking out of turn with that? Not at all. And and he was asked that question, and, and we played that audio earlier in the week, and I still have it. Yeah. Hey, this might be your last Masters. Are we right or wrong? And then he said, yeah, you may be right. I, I don't necessarily know. It depends on how my body feels. depends on where I finish, what my result is. And, uh, yeah, things are not trending in the right direction right now. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, if you're scoring at home, is three over for the tournament. Louis Oosthuizen. I love that last name. Uh, oh, yeah? I would be a big fan if that hmm. was my last name. Oh, oh, oh well, Jeanette Ustazen. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because Ustazen it definitely rolls off the tongue. It is not overly difficult to actually pronounce Louis Ustazen. Not at all. Jeanette, could you say it? Ustazen. Uh, Stone, why don't you give it a go? Ustazen. Oh yeah, Ustazen. Ustazen. Not difficult. You know who it is difficult for? Radio legend WFAN Mike Francesa. Time now for our debut segment here on Ken Levick Alive. Mike Francesa tries to pronounce. Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, Oosthuizen's in that. No, he's not in. He's still on the course. Louis Oosthuizen's now seven under. What's that, Mike? It is Louis Oosthuizen. Try it again, Mike. Uh, Oosthuizen's in that. No, he's not in. He's still on the course. Louis Oosthuizen's now seven under. Uh, Wait, Mike. Give it one more go. That's Louis <coughs> Oosthuizen. Come on, Mike. You can get it. Uh, Oosthuizen's in that. No, he's not in. He's still on the course. Louis Oosthuizen's now seven under. Uh, and thus concludes our debut segment of Mike Francesa tries to pronounce Louis Oosthuizen. Crying. <laughs> I mean, it cannot be butchered much more than that. Can we hear the first attempt at Oosthuizen? I'm trying to figure out what Francesa was doing there uh, because he added about 14 syllables. Uh, let's just try and just stop it after he says the 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 opening Oosthuizen. Uh, Mike Francesa, WFAN. Oosthuizen's uh, in that... No. Oosthuizen, I believe is what... Oosthuizen. I think it was Oosthuizen, but then he gave it a second go. So we had an Oosthuizen and then here's the second try. Oosthuizen's in that. No, he's not in. He's still on the course. Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen. 
Good try, though. He's not invited to my wedding. <laughs> no, I think he should give the uh, he should he should be the uh, the best man. Give the groomsman speech. <laughs> it, 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 to be honest, it, it goes with everything. Nance Law. It goes with everything that I was touching on earlier with our boy Will Compton from Busting with the Boys. Like we just can't let these guys venture off. Into other sports. No. It's, it, it, it's disrespectful yeah. to the viewers or the listeners. Francesa knows golf, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he does. He, because remember, when he was my my celebrity co-host on Ken Levick Alive <laughs> at the Honda Classic a couple of years ago, so I have nothing but love for, uh, for, for Mike. It's just he needs a pronunciation guide. Yeah, but but answer me this, Ken. If we were to, if, not if we, and, if you and, were to get into a golf debate with Mike Francesa, you don't think the first card he would pull was an the Ernie Els analogy? No, no, uh, Ernie Els analogy. Oh sure, that's fine. Oh, wow, that's fine. Who cares? That's what he would do? Hundred percent. All, all. What I think is funny. A Fred Couples analogy would come right off his list. Is that Francesa over the years has tried Ustase and Langer s- several different times? Langer. Close. And. <laughs> And not one person has corrected him. No producers tried to actually tell him how to pronounce Oosthuizen. <laughs> Instead, we Oosthuizen. still got Oosthuizen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. So I want to get back to the one thing or person in sports you're most bothered by currently because, man, oh, man, oh, man, we are jam-packed on social media at KLV 106.3. And again, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. For example, John tweets in Lamont Butler. He's the kid from San Diego State who beat FAU at the buzzer in the Final Four. Yeah, I'm still bothered by that as well. Still bothered by that as well. Uh, Kyle Kenny tweets in, I would say Lamar Jackson is what bothers me most. Uh, if we could, and, and let's just, let's listen back yesterday real quick. Eric DaCosta, the Ravens GM, John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, press conference yesterday where the media was informed beforehand, hey, uh, they're not going to take any questions about Lamar Jackson. Not going to take any questions about Lamar Jackson. This happened yesterday in the Ravens press conference with DaCosta and with Harbaugh and a media member asking about the quarterback situation for the Ravens. Here's how that went. You know, respect to this being about the draft and everything, just with the Lamar stuff that's going on. Hey, guys. Are, guys, are you all looking at quarterbacks? Out, out, out. This is about the draft. Just move off the, the podcast. It's their PR guy shutting it down. We're not going to more questions about the draft. Are you looking at quarterbacks differently because of the situations going on? You know, I don't think we really are. So... So this media member starts to ask a question about the quarterback situation with all the with this Lamar Jackson stuff going. What are you doing now with the quarterback situation? How does it make you look at the draft? Does it make you look at the draft differently? Good question. I thought it was great. Great question because it absolutely is something that needs to be answered three weeks before the draft. Very valid question. But. Everything with the Ravens is so tense and tight now. The mere mention of Lamar Jackson, that name sent their do-gooder PR person into protection mode when it didn't need to be there. Listen, public relations in sports and especially with NFL teams and especially a team like the Ravens right now where there are uncomfortable questions the media have about Lamar Jackson, which is a very fluid contract situation. I don't envy them because they have a difficult job. Because, of course, you know what the media wants to know and ask and inquire about. But that, that ain't it.
And I hope that the PR person for the Ravens listens back to that today and realizes, oh man, I probably jumped the gun a little bit. All that media member was doing was bringing up Lamar to give context to a question about, hey, what are you potentially going to do in the draft with your quarterbacks? Does this make you think that you might need to go that direction? Which is a great question. A great, and Eric DaCosta even answered it as a yes once he was allowed to answer. But that is the situation the Ravens have put themselves in. And furthermore, and this is not the decision of the public relations department of the Ravens, this PR person has been put in a tough spot. But someone from above decided to have media availability with the GM and the head coach and say, oh, we can't talk about Lamar. Um, Well, you're going to have a press conference with the two faces of the organization off the field You should be ready to answer questions about Lamar Jackson. It might be uncomfortable for you, and it might be uh, annoying to you, but sorry, it's three weeks before the draft. You're paid a lot of money. You've put yourselves in this situation with Lamar Jackson. You shouldn't be putting a cap on Lamar Jackson questions. Sorry, Ravens. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, so Diana Rossini dropped this earlier in the morning on, I believe, Greeny. The reason that the GM didn't want to handle any of the Lamar stuff is because he didn't even show face at the owner's meeting a couple of weeks ago. That was when they handled all the Lamar stuff. So they were like, okay, we got 35 out of the 38 questions Lamar Jackson related at the owner's meeting. We're going to make this one draft specific, which makes sense to me. But and it's a good attempt or it's good in But theory. it is draft specific when you're talking about the quarterback position. And now. it was, right, right. But it makes sense that they tried. It at least makes sense to me that they tried to cut it off. Hey, we're not doing Lamar. We just did it last two weeks ago. And you guys asked us, like I said, 35 out of the 38 questions were Lamar Jackson related. So we're going to cool off on that. Let's talk a little bit of a draft in our other position. Unfortunately for the Ravens, though, you've got to understand that because of the situation, you have been partially to blame for, if not mostly to blame for, yeah. for this Lamar Jackson fiasco that now part of the draft strategy maybe has to include what you're doing with the quarterback position, which Jeanette then makes it a draft question and perfectly inbounds for any Ravens media member. A thousand percent. I think it's slightly ironic the bad press that the Ravens organization is now receiving because of this move when that PR dude was trying to, or woman, sorry, was trying to protect the Ravens organization. There was just no need to go to that place. Like There was none. Lamar Jackson's name came up. No, hey, hey, no, we're going to cut it off. No, like, But that just shows you right there. And again, I'm not trying to bag too hard on that PR person. They've been put in a difficult situation, but that shows you how tense everything is in that Ravens building. So for those people telling me, oh, this will get done. This will get taken care of. There's a plan. They're going to come to an agreement. That type of behavior, those types of stipulations put on press conferences leads me to believe that it's actually not that close. And they're feeling it. And that's why their reactions like that. And if you can see that video visually, Harbaugh turns to the media member asking the question, and the eye—if eyes could kill—yeah, like the way he wants to base, he's telling him to shut up with just his two eyeballs. I think he was uncomfortable with the manner in which that was handled. Yeah, I think John Harbaugh would have at least given a canned response. Mm-hmm. But again, from the PR person standpoint, you can't then allow one Lamar Jackson question. He thought it was going to be a question about Lamar, but he didn't let it play out to hear the actual reason for the context of the question. Um, So, again, 
it, it, there's not necessarily a, a ton of blame to be handed out, but what I would say is that it's a bad move in and of itself just to completely say, oh, no Lamar Jackson questions. Because again, the Ravens put themselves in this position, at least partially, and with your quarterback position, the way it currently stands, it becomes a draft topic. And then it's totally inbounds, even if you're having a draft-only press conference, no Lamar allowed. And how about Eric DaCosta, by the way? Credit to CBS Sports. Uh, if we could hear Eric DaCosta, Ravens GM, about Lamar Jackson Stone on April 21st. This is, uh, no, I'm sorry. This is April of 2021. My apologies. April 2021, Eric DaCosta. It's brief on Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's great to have a QB. No doubt. I agree. How about one month later? May of 2021. Here's Ravens GM Eric DaCosta on Lamar Jackson. We don't take that for granted. We've talked about this 100. We don't take it for granted. We have a quarterback. How about March 2022, a little over a year ago, Eric DaCosta on Lamar Jackson. We've talked about this 100 times. Lamar's a guy that's going to be here. We will work tirelessly to get a deal done. How about January of this year, Eric DaCosta? He's a guy that when we think about the Ravens three, four, five years from now, we envision Lamar being a very, very big part of that team. Uh, what about, um, oh, last month, Eric DaCosta on Lamar Jackson? Talked to Lamar today, as I said, and our focus right now is really to get a long-term deal done. And then how about yesterday, Eric DaCosta and Ravens PR guy, when Lamar Jackson's name is mentioned in a press conference. You know, respect to the, this being about the draft and everything, just with the Lamar stuff that's going on. Hey, guys. Are you, are you all looking at quarterbacks? Out, out, out. This is about the draft. Are you looking at quarterbacks differently because of the situation that's going on? Yeah, you know, I don't think we really are. Boy. Times have changed, hudging it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even sound like the same guy. Doesn't sound like the same organization. Nope. He's our long-term guy. We don't take it for granted. We have a quarterback. We're going to get him to a long-term deal. Lamar Jackson's name comes up in a press conference. Nope, 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 nope. Shut it down. Shut it down. Nope, nope, nope. The Ravens are in a rough spot. A rough, rough spot. Maybe, just maybe, if you're in a rough spot, but you need to, to get... To somewhere entertaining, get your mind off things in South Florida. Don't want to sit in the gridlock traffic. Don't want to have the brake lights in front of you. Don't want to sit three hours in traffic. Get your butt on the Brightline. Go Brightline.com. Free Brightline app this Sunday. I'm going to see the heat. Hey, Stone, tell me what I'm taking. That's right. Oh, yeah. At Yellow Train. Brightline stations West Palm, Boca. Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station, that buzzer beater train. Three trains that leave after the final horn. Going to see the heat as we get into the final couple of games of the regular season and the playoffs. Doesn't matter. Brightline's going to be there for you. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. They've got the premium seating, the premium lounge. You walk in before your train leaves and you have the snacks. You have the drink. How is it going, Mr. Lavica? Uh, Thank you, Pierre. Can I have some Pinot Noir, please? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And that's just in the lounge. And then I get on the train, and and then it's the same thing. Pierre uh, apparently has followed me on the train. Pierre, can I have some more Pinot Noir while I enjoy this AC and can kick my feet up in style as I look to my right and see all the people stuck in traffic as I am sailing right by them on Brightline? Why, thank you. GoBrightline.com, free Brightline app. That's GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. Make it 
bright line. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Dolphins All-Pro receiver Tyree Kill was on Kansas City's Sports Radio 810 yesterday. And uh, I suppose Dolphins fans enjoy Tyree Kill now because as soon as his contract ends... He's out. Here's Tyreek Hill. So you're going to, this is what, year eight for you? Year eight, baby. Year eight. How many more years do you think you can play? I'm or going, do you want to play? I'm going for 10, man. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, man. And then I'm going to call it quits. You know, I want to I want to go into the business side, you know. Um, you want to be in the coaching too, right? Yeah. But not for long, though. Like, I want to like, do so many things in my life, bro. You want to come back and help help us coach me and Gary high school football? Can I bring my boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring, I will bring the uh, little cheetahs, the little soul runners. So, hey, listen, so now we got, I mean, we're we making a, team, a good, buddy. strong, strong push for a gotta, really, really well-coached team. We got to travel the world, though, bro. Soul Runner, can Soul Runner sponsor us? Yeah. So what's your number one after football business idea or kind of goal after football? So I, I really want to get into, like, the gaming space. Like, I really want to get huge in, in that, and that's kind of what I'm Let's doing. Let's go to right YouTube. Now, my platform. And Twitch. Um, creating a gaming team. Um, which isn't lunch yet. It should lunch by the end of this month. So, so Tyreek Hill says, and 2025 would be the year that retirement comes after this contract. He's done. And what's his business plan? Fortnite. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not joking. That's what he gets. That's, that's, that's what he plays. I dated a guy who did Twitch on the side, and he actually made money. Yeah, I, I, we don't Twitch. We don't care. Players make but money, no, and so no, you can't knock them. I respect it. Again, that's why I respect Will Compton getting a million dollars from a jerky company. That's what I'm saying. Despite having no concept of how the NCAA tournament works. And when me and Ken both laughed about this earlier on this morning, I said, "Well, guys like Jake Paul are making fifty-four million dollars on YouTube and streaming mm-hmm. in Mr. Beast, right? Fifty-eight million dollars. Like these well, guys Mr. are Beast doing. doing who is else. Mr. Beast? These guys are doing. Mr. Uh, Beast is a philanthropist. Actually, he does whoa. a bunch of. Yeah, he gives a lot back to the community, but he puts it all on YouTube. Um, look him up. He's it's really interesting. A philanthropist. Who in the bleep is Mr. Beast? <laughs> you know what? He's a guy making more money than Patrick Mahomes is playing the sport of football. But he gives it it's, all away. You know what? How people on YouTube give? Oh like, my god! I'll bring it back, Ken. At least okay. So we said fifty-eight million was Mr. Beast on the twenty million dollars side. That's dude perfect. Still on YouTube, guys. Right? You do all the sports tricks. That's I right. know that because right. I see him. I see him when I go to a sports bar and they're on uh, Chive. That, they're on Chive TV. Chive yeah. TV. <laughs> Chive TV. Did you know? Were you on the show the day that Stone said he wishes he could get Chive TV to his house? Like he would just sit at home and watch Chive TV all day. It's just great background stuff, right? It's Chive just, TV is no, the no. channel. When you go to a sports bar, Chive TV is the channel that you're watching <laughs> where it's dudes like skateboarding down a pipe or like rafting down a cliff or like shooting ping pong balls uh, into crevices in the earth. I don't know. But Stone is onto something because next thing you'd know, you're watching Chive and your whole bucket of beer is gone. 
Oh, no, I know. Because it's mindless this. entertainment. That's what I'm saying. So it wouldn't be good for background for me because I would my, my level of productivity would drop because I just watch it. It's like, oh, dude, these dudes skateboarded down a railroad track. Oh, it's okay, organized fell. by segments. Like, oh, my God, we're going to see a bunch of flips into a pool. Can't wait to see this. <laughs> yeah. This guy fell out of a hot air balloon. Like, I mean, they yeah. got it all on Chive. They oh, got it man, all. a bounce house while playing tennis? Damn. I love it. <laughs> Give me more. But all the while, it, all the while, it's a little disappointing for me. Tyree Kill, one of the best players in the league he wants to go play Fortnite. wants to go stream on youtube like to each their own because he's going to have the capital to do it and there's no downside to him because you know he's going to make money he's prominent in the gaming space for me as a dolphins fan though you have the most transcendent talent at that position in the history of the franchise and what's he going to do one contract with the dolphins and then he's going to head over to youtube and it's great because i know stone (sighs) is going to be the first one to talk about when tyree kill brings his boys over to play on YouTube, and Stone's going to be watching well, it in the stream. So. Stone will be watching uh, it. Him I'm and saying. Mr. Beast. For, I don't like or Mr. Beast. Beastmaster or whatever. Okay, but, all fair. But to, uh, I, I guess where I do see the light in, and is guys like AJ Green have recently retired and gone and funded and organized seven-on-seven teams, right? Lamar Miller has as well. Hopefully I can get Tyreek Hill down with the guys down south in Broward and Dade, but that's more so what he wants to do. Like, these guys are streaming. Uh-huh. These See, it it these was funny are- when those guys from uh, from 810 are like, oh, you want to go into coaching, right? And, like, Tyreek Hill was like, uh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, yeah. But as soon as they brought up business, oh, I want to get in gaming, I want to put together a team. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. has no interest in coaching whatsoever. None. He was just BSing them about that. Yeah. He wants to stream. Yeah. I kind of respect that, though, because you dedicate your whole life to the game of football literally day in day out you've made your living enjoy your life now you're it's not not that he didn't while he was playing and repping all these fantastic teams and yeah. winning but he dedicated he, he can literally he has now the capital to do whatever the heck in life that he wants because he's deserved it how so old is tyree kill i'm gonna go 30 no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're on the right track 32 31. 29. I, am I, oh, no, no, he'll be 31 at the end of his contract. Yes. He's, he's 29 he's now. He's 29 right now. Yeah. Good for him. So and I suppose for life? him, I guess, uh, like, it, at he's 31. He's lived a lifetime at 29. I wish I could have lived his life at, by 29. Okay? Well, not some parts of it. Um, well, for, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Oops, that, yeah. that part in particular. Right, right, right. But when, when uh, think about it, too. I suppose, from a football standpoint, at 31, and he makes his living off of his track speed. Right, like he's a hell of a dog. He's a dog out there. He'll go after. They'll fight for the ball. But once you're up for another contract at 31, chances are, if you sign a five-year deal by the back end of that five-year deal, if you're Tyree Kill, you're a slot receiver at the end of that. Tyree Kill doesn't want to be a slot receiver. He's not going to have this speed at 33, 34, 35. So from a football standpoint, I get it. He's the guy. He's the number one. The speed's what's carrying him. What's frustrating for me is that as a Dolphins fan, you have this guy who's a game changer. You've never had a receiver like this before. Even when Brandon Marshall was catching passes from Chad Henney, you didn't have that guy like you have in Tyreek Hill. And so now he's basically telling you, oh, yeah, I'll do one deal with the Dolphins. And then I'm going to go game. It's the most Dolphins thing ever. We can't have nice things more than one contract. Ugh. Not to derail completely, but did you ever call Chad, Chad Honey Pasta? Nope, never did. Okay, I used to. Who are you, Chris Berman? <laughs> I don't know. I, Nobody did that. I did. Nope. I get to see Berman, NFL Countdown. There's big bowl of Chad Honey Pasta. You see? Rumbling, stumbling, bumbling. Al dente. <laughs> Do that again. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs>
That's a pretty good Berman. Uh, so Tyreek Hill going into the gaming space at the end of his contract. That, your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care off-season football report. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. By the way, that's Super Bowl champion Chad Henney to you folks. Pasta. Glad you got that in there at the 11th hour. Yeah, it's all right. My, somebody turned my mic off. That's Janetta Javier, the Dominic Queen. Pasta. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Man, I don't know what to do Sunday. I have no idea what to do. I'm so bored. What do we do Sunday? I don't know. I, 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 have, I have your plan. Horses. Wellington Polo. U.S. Open Polo Championship going through April 23rd. Every Sunday it's played at the U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium at the USPA National Polo Center. The U.S. Polo Championship. This is the biggest sporting event of the game of polo, U.S. Open Polo Championship. That's right. They've been doing it since 1904. It was held in the Bronx. It has made its way down here to South Florida, Palm Beach County, Wellington. It is the apex of the Florida high goal season. 2004 was the centennial year. The U.S. Open relocated to the National Polo Center, and it is called Wellington home ever since. Individual record holder of wins is Guillermo Mimo Gracida Jr. 16 total championships. The U.S. Open final going to be aired on the ESPN family of brands. It's hit the big time. All you have to do is check your local listings. U.S. Open Polo Championship, U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium at the USPA National Polo Center. U.S. Polo ASSN, the USPA National Polo Center Stadium sponsor. So get your official club and tournament merchandise on sale at the retail shop at NPC every Sunday as well as online, USPAPro.com. You're welcome. You have your Sunday plans. U.S. Open Polo Championship, U.S. Polo ASSN Stadium at the USPA National Polo Center. Now, it's a good thing here, Jeanette, that got Sunday taken care of, got horses, this weekend as well, we got football taken care of because we have Capos. Stone, tell me about those Palm Beach Capos and how we get out to see them. Will do. Palm Beach County's newest adult amateur tackle football team is back and better than ever. The Palm Beach Capos are part of a local competitive league with a slate of 12 games. We're four games of the season through. Two and two. Hey, but they're looking to go to three and two this Saturday at Wellington High School. Kickoff at six. PM. Show up, tailgate with me, Jeanette, and the rest of the ESPN West Palm team. You can purchase tickets at the gate for $10. Follow Palm Beach Capos on all social media platforms. That's Instagram, that's Twitter, that's Facebook at Palm Beach Capos, C-A-P-O-S, that is. And of course, for more information, go to palmbeachcapos.com. That's Palm Beach C-A-P-O-S.com. Jeanette, we're tailgate. Are you going to tailgate Saturday at the Capos game at Wellington High School? Sure. 
Let's Are you it. ready, Stone? I swear. What okay. time would that tailgate start at the Capos game? What, what time is, is kickoff? Yeah. Kickoff's at 6 p.m. Okay, so start around 3? I'll go off of Jeanette's lead here because, I mean, this is going to... Well, what's the vibe? Mm. What's That's not the like, vibe? If it was, yeah, yeah, is, it, is it like a big game? Is it not? No, I is think it you, chill? What's no, the crowd it's like? BYO. Is it a rivalry game? No, it's, That's another thing, no, too? No, you know what this is? Like, you know what this feels like? BYOV. Bring your own vibe. Yeah, I mean, what... Kendra's nailed. I will yeah. show Kendra's up at 3 o'clock with a beer bong okay. or a keg ready to go. <laughs> then, you know, three. we won't make it to the game. Three, you know, out there in that hot sun of Wellington. Uh, but I ain't limping B-O- into a basketball game that I don't want to go. I mean, a football game. It's yeah. B-Y-O-V. B-Y-O-V. Bring your own vibe. Now, How about it? What I would say, though, Jeanette, is don't be like me at Canes games this past season. Went to three Canes <laughs> games, and what was I? Three for three, falling asleep in the stands. Because you're amateur. You're not a professional like me. Three for three. This is even after I cut myself off a tequila after the first two went he's, full beer, still fell asleep in the he's stands. Not an amateur, he's just out of form. Remember about forty seconds of Miami and Florida State. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't be me. Thank God. Though. Don't go over the top because it's also going to be frowned upon if you pull a me like I did at Hard Rock Stadium. You do that at Wellington High School. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be worse. Right. But I'm here for it, too. <laughs> but I'm here for it. Because you know what? You brought your own vibe. Um, that, it's, my vibe is to be passed out drunk on the corner underneath the bleachers you know at what? Wellington High School. That's my vibe. You know, that's the vibe. That's my vibe. You know, we said it. We said it. So, again, the Capos. <laughs> how do people get tickets to uh, to the Palm Beach Capos again, Stone? They can actually get them at the gate. Only $10. Okay. And for kids that are 12 and under, they get in free. Perfect. Uh, by the way, T-Nasty has messaged me. Gun show jerky ain't nothing to F with. Oh, 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 my God. I told you. Earlier in the show. <laughs> I told you. Jeanette revealed that she goes to, and I don't know where this came from. <laughs> it completely came out of nowhere. It's the weirdest thing that Jeanette has volunteered no, about No, because we herself. were talking about the Bustin' with the Boys jerky leaks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the name of the company that pays Will Compton? Jack A uh, guy who said that a 35-win college basketball team failed its way <laughs> into the Final Four. Uh, how much does he get paid by what company? Millions from, from Jack Links. And that's the Jack whole, Links, the jerky company. affiliate from here on out. Uh, and so, I called it Poverty ber- Jerky, and I purposely go to gun shows to buy beef jerky because uh-huh. it's the best. Jeanette goes to gun shows not to buy weapons mm-hmm. but to, to buy jerky. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Except though, apparently there's a whole jerky community. A gun show jerky community and now they're coming to bat for Jeanette in what continues to be one of the weirdest days I've ever had on air. I, I, I got taste. Line that group of people up and don't get them near me. Don't let them near me. Oh, hi. But, mm. uh, hello. I see you all the time, Stone. Well, we got taste. I, I what know. is different about jer- jerky at a gun show? It's fresh. Those guys like just killed. Up. Just killed. Yeah, you can guarantee that it's fresh. 100%. They lined up the deer. Pop, pop, pop. And they went in and they did, the, and I, they did what whatever it, they got to do. What did it do. sound like when they killed those deer? Pop, pop, pop. You make it sound like they're just busting out the gat, <laughs> wa- walking into the woods and yeah. offing them. It's just one. I'm sorry. It's, it's what I'm used one. to with the deer. It's just one bow. It's just one that rings through the Oh, through I the don't know. I just not- see a wall full of jerk, and I'm like, I want this one. I want this one. I want this one. You and know, probably not with, with a handgun. <laughs> I mean, most definitely not with a handgun. Never, <laughs> no, never, no, ever no, no. before with a handgun. Okay. Because she made it sound like it was a handgun. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And down goes <laughs> to the, the deer. side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I You're going to be in my stomach in two years. <laughs> it does. Let make, me dry out your, your meat. What up, Bambi's I mom? I don't know how you it, make jerky. No, it does make sense, right? It's got to go through an <laughs> entire thing of processing. And I would imagine the people at the gun show, yes, they're responsible for having those 
mechanisms that they need and, and the drying out, the, the threading, the uh, yeah. slicing, the thin slicing that you and, need. And you know, they treat me like royalty. They got a loud Latina at a gun show, man. What, that's a rare sight. Give her all the jerky. Hey, dear. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> at EDS, they want to rejuvenate the air in your home. A free indoor air quality assessment right now. Plus, you save $500 on their air purification bundle. EDS has you taken care of. EDS is, yes, air in your home can be just as dirty, if not dirtier, than the air outside your home. So as we get into summer, that air quality tends to decrease. Pollen, dust, airborne pollutants, bacteria, viruses. Well, air purification systems from RGF, like the Remy Halo, can help reduce and eliminate these pollutants, leaving you breathing fresh, clean air. EDSairconditioning.com. Get EDS. Give you a free indoor air quality check. Assess the cleanliness of the air in your home and make sure you stay healthy. EDS and RGF Black Label Dealer. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Blah, blah, blah. Bye-bye. <laughs>